Now it is time for our bonus segment for Slate Plus members. And Stefan, I just want to make it clear to the members that this is not your idea, that this was my idea to toot your horn, but you just were given an award for your coaching. So congratulations. On Wednesday. I'll get the award I'll receive on Wednesday, yes. I was named the Stoddard Soccer. Stoddard Soccer is the D.C. soccer organization. Girls Coach of the Year. Was this a hotly contested award? I'm not privy to the balloting (laughs) process. Or the vote count. I think basically it's kind of like a lifetime achievement award if you coach for – if you make it into high school. It doesn't, much more it doesn't just the reward the guy whose uh, team had the worst record last year and then you know gained seven wins. Now, you, now obviously, you're coach of the year. Yeah, is this about you being a big disappointment in previous years and finally <laughs> being up to snuff this there, year? There are no records in <laughs> recreational soccer. There are no standings in Stoddard soccer. So how long have you well, been doing this? For the love of the game. Uh, this was my – Let's do the math. 18, 19th season coaching. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Tenth year. Tenth year. Wait, I thought you said 18 or 19 years. You said no, no. season. 19th season. They count seasons like reality oh, Seasons. Shows. Two seasons like per year. It's like, yeah, it's like TV. Season, yeah. Okay, got Right, it. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And so started coaching kids in kindergarten when my daughter was in kindergarten. Started coaching the girls team, the power. That's our girls team. In second grade, and the girls are now in ninth grade. So in the beginning, um, when you were coaching, what was the mis- kind of mistake that you made? Or what was something that you did then that you would never do now? Uh, expecting that the little kids could do more than they were able of doing. It, t- it, took, it took a season to realize that you got to just let them run around. You really can't expect them to <laughs> coach of the, the ball, Lily. Coach right. of the year, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. <laughs> Low expectations. Yes, that would be my secret to great coaching. <laughs> run to daylight, uh, three when, yards at a time of dust, and just let them run around. Did I, you ever just like give it hell to a six-year-old just because it felt good? Just because that, that's what they needed. That's what they needed. They needed a good talking to sometimes. Take them around back. <laughs> Explain the rules of life. My favorite moment, I think, with my daughter when uh, when she was in first grade or so was trying to figure out how to get her to, to, to move and not be afraid of the ball. And so we established goals every week. And I think I read this somewhere. It established goals every week. And the goal for the first week was you're going to touch the ball twice during the game. Mm. Would she just touch it and then run away immediately? No, no, no. Isn't no, no. that she, a red she, card? She understood what to do. <laughs> touch the ball, not with her hands, oh. with her feet. How many touches? And then it would be like five touches. And then it would be, okay, you're going to dribble the ball over the midfield line. It's like the gamification of something that was already a game. Yeah. Well, that's what you have to do with the really little You turn soccer into a game. Interesting. (laughs) Um, What about strategy? What was your greatest strategic innovation? Oh, greatest. I was the, uh, definitely the cleansman of, uh, of, of girls soccer, I think. Experimenting with formations. So all of your kids are the children of German service. I only, I only signed dual nationals to play for the power. Uh, I think my greatest strategic achievement was 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 going to a clinic that was run by something called the the Positive Coaching Alliance, mm-hmm. where they suggested giving little kids some sort of reward after every game, and not in a <laughs> not in a participation trophy sense, but having some sort of team emblem, team totem. And since we were called the Power, and it's a girls' team, not to be you know gender identifying here <laughs> i came up with the idea of creating a team mascot power bar which is a barbie 
dressed Ooh. up in our uniform. Ooh. And my wife, Melissa Block. That's sexist. My wife, Melissa Block, cut out and sewed a team uniform every season. And then after the first one, the first time I gave it out in second grade to the girls, it came back. Then, and the, basically the way it worked is – the girls would, after every practice, we would sit around or after every game, we'd sit around in a circle and I would ask the girls, do you have any nominations for who should get Power Bar? And sometimes it was, well, you know, the girl, it was Greer because she scored twice or Chloe because she made a great pass. And sometimes it was like Eliana because she brought me a tissue in the middle of the game <laughs> or someone who fell down and scraped her knee and wanted to get back in the game. So this became a real like bonding moment. This is the thing that kept this team together over the years. And would they get power to, bar was the glue? Would they get to bring power bar home with so them they between would, games? Good like, question. Like yes. the class guinea pig. They would take power bar home between games, and then after the first or second week, they started accessorizing power bar. Oh, so she would get, you know, she would get braids, or she would get hair dye. She would get a butt tattoo. She got crutches. <laughs> when they got to like fifth grade, somebody gave her deodorant. <laughs> Um, I was dreading the day that, you know, she got a, like a prom, like a promotion dress in sixth grade and fifth grade after they were done with elementary school. I kept waiting for like the tampons and condoms, but fortunately they stopped being interested in power bar in seventh grade. I think we should do this on our show. We got to give the power bar of the episode. And I think this episode, it goes to Josh for saying of Stefan, Stefan, I think you hinted at a good point in the yes. segment. <laughs> That, that was, was the power. That was either, a power right? bar yeah. move. That was power a bar moment. Yeah. That was a little dicky. I apologize. Yeah. No, you always try to compliment your co-panelist, yeah. and when they don't quite give you what you want, you will you'll drag them there. Power bar uh-huh. to you, that sir. Was definitely power bar worthy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what, jo- Josh. What are, what are you going to decorate power bar with this week? Is the question. Um, I think maybe a Florida Lee tattoo. We're a little down in the dumps. Yeah, but our five and seven team. But I think you know we've got spirit. Yeah. Yes, we can. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's. I have all, I have all the power bars. I have the power bar museum at home. I've, <laughs> I've kept all the power bars at the end of the season. Broken legs, eye black, fields, balls made uh, out of Sculpey. So, so what? Uh, power bar is awesome. What? Uh, the team is agreed. Are you uh, coaching now? So the girls are in ninth grade now, and the goal is to make it through high school because what happens in high school is participation drops off dramatically in uh, in girls' recreational sports, particularly. Um, but my team is kind of stuck together. The girls like being around each other. You so know, I have what, a pretty good balance. I like to keep it competitive. At what age do you like start to actually take like winning seriously and like caring about what the outcome is? Because like I'd imagine that none of the stuff that you just mentioned has has much to do. Like even you would probably agree has much to do with like how you would coach a high school team. No. Um, nor should it. I mean, the purpose of 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 playing rec sports. If particularly at a young age, is to run around, develop some sort of social bond with friends, learn how to cooperate and communicate, and also compete. The kids like wanted to win from very early, maybe not kindergarten and first grade, but by third grade, they cared about the result, and you don't want to diminish that. I mean, this whole argument that the pussification of, of kids' sports by de-emphasizing winning, it's just not true because we are innately you know, drawn to winning. And even as a coach, I will admit, I want my girls to do well. It's more fun for them when they win too. Um, you know, you kind of have to take their interest in it seriously. Like they're almost like pushing you to care more about winning than you probably do. 
No, I care. I like the winning. It's fun. I mean, it's fun to see the because you end up with a balance in in Houston rec sports between girls that are boys too that are really good. The kids that go on to play travel or club soccer, and the goal is to sort of have a balance between those kids and the kids that are purely recreational and are not very accomplished and haven't gotten a lot better over the years. Um, and my favorite part of doing this is seeing those girls a want to stay and play. So they've got like all the pressure of playing for their high school team or playing for their club team. But then on Saturday, they're willing to come and play for an hour with their friends and pass them the ball and not worry about it if, if a shot isn't converted or somebody fucks up. Um, that's the most fun. And, you know, I've always said from when the girls were little, look, the goal here is for you to like doing this enough that you want to be athletic when you get out of school, when you're an adult, and that you like soccer enough that you maybe want to play or coach when you're older. And so far, it's kind of worked. All right. Thank you, uh, Slate Plus members. Stefan will be back with more of his tips on how to get the most out of your children on the athletic field and in life. Oh, we were 8-0 last season, last spring, last game, lost our rivals 3-2. to two. All right. Don't listen to this guy. He's a loser. Shit. Um, we'll be back next week. See ya.